Welcome to the Fair Chase Podcast. It's like, yeah, it's going to be physically it's hard, suck, but, but it's just... also like the best. Later on, that's the story you tell. I got a new strategy. It's, you just go kind of lick your finger a little bit like this. Aim high, play the wind. And then you aim high, you play the wind. It's a new aiming technique that I'm working on. You brought this up. Yeah. It's because you had target panic so bad. Yeah, I didn't have it so bad. Before we jump into this episode, we have to thank a few companies that make this show possible. First up, Vortex Optics. We run their binoculars, spotting scopes, and uh, a lot of their clothes in their Vortex wear line. Quality hoodies. sweaters and hoodies, t-shirts, hats. Yep. Uh, you can save yourself 20% on that stuff. Buy. Ooh, it's a new code. The code TFC20. Check them out. Next up, Trophy Line. Trophy Line. No secret, we are saddle guys. We like to hunt in saddles, make the jokes if you want, but yep. they're super light, super effective, and we're big fans of Trophy Line. This year, we're going to be running the Mission Platform or the EDP Platform, the EDP. depending, and uh, running the Covert Light. Yeah. Nice and light saddle. Lots of good adjustability on that. I feel comfortable walking with that thing out in the woods. Go yep. check this thing out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on the next purchase. Next up, Prime the bow that got me to switch back i think i feel like i got you to switch back you did but but i like but it was it's a because big part. of prime shootability shooting your bow their accuracy uh, we're big fans of prime they're michigan company jared's shooting the nexus four. four i'm shooting the nexus two this year go check them out g5prime.com jim and georgia from bivouac bow co make some beautiful bows everything from three-piece takedowns to one-piece wood bows uh, everything's really beautiful Made in Michigan, go check them out, bivouacboco.com. We, uh, we're big GPS map users on our phone. Um, I get tend to get lost a lot, and Jared, can't, tend o- to get lost J- a lot. Jared can't always be next to me. When you don't have Jared with you, you can have a little Jared in your pocket. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome platform. We know the guys. They're local here in Grand Rapids. And you can actually download other apps, stand locations, plot locations, whatever pins that you have, you can download them onto the HuntWise platform so you're not, you can, give you it a try. You can just hit the ground and you're not losing your research. Yeah. So go check this app out, HuntWise.com. You know, I was actually asked this weekend if we weren't partnered with Vector and like I had to shoot a different arrow, would I shoot Vectors? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I said, yes, of course. Yeah. I love them. I shoot extremely accurate with them. I've never broken one. Yeah. And the sweet thing was is you pretty much just tell Isaac and the guys over there your draw length, draw weight, and I think your tip weight. Your tip weight, and they have a – And then you customize the whole thing. And you they can do it right tip, online. cut, and everything. You don't have to mess with the bow shop or anything like that. Check these guys out, VectorCustomShop.com. For 10% off your order at checkout, use TFC10. Good luck out there. Shoot straight. Before we jump into, I have a bone to pick with you, but before we do, do you mind introducing who you are and, you know, maybe why people would know, like, what you do? In a nutshell. Uh, sure. My name's Pete Munich. I, uh, well, I go on, people don't know me by my last name. Uh, on I didn't social media, I go at Peter G. Panda, and that's been going on for over a decade, and it's kind yeah. of irreversible at this point. Why the Peter um, G. Panda? Yeah, what, what? That's a story that you boys don't deserve just yet. That's okay. We got to earn that. We got to earn it. Um, I'm up to that challenge. I'm a, I'm a Cincinnati guy. I moved to Montana when I was 18 years old and, uh, you know, couldn't leave. So that was yep. 14 years ago. And, yeah, I've spent the last decade plus just stomping around Montana and Alaska and, uh, Doing what I love, which is big game hunting. 
Hey, great. Is that, uh, you got a full mount behind you right there? Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, this is a mountain goat. It's a sick flex, man. These are bears. Yeah, like that. This um, is a caribou. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You love to see it. Really uh, <laughs> set up right in the thick of things, haven't you? Yeah, that looks good. That's a man's decoration right there. Yeah, it's a little much. I try to give people a heads up before they come into my home. I'm like, hey, it's uh, it's a lot. It's like a zoo, yeah. but like better that they're dead. And you know what? We yeah, should, uh, you should see the studs. I see you. that. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a homeless man it. creeping behind me. <laughs> I was just telling him he's got a great he get a great beard, and he was like, well, I just I showed up, and this is like what it ended up looking like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you earned it. I mean, you earn a like a scraggly beard like that. Oh, Looks that, like you, you know seen some things. I was actually going for the wood studs back here. Were you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. We're in the garage. So we just throw. Can't tell. Back. It's just a picture of me in Alaska behind you. Yeah, we're in Alaska. Um, but well, the, bone, the bone I had to pick with you is I see I've been following you, getting ready for us to record. We've been talking. This guy is lives in the mountains a lot, so it's you know, uh, your samba's obsession. Samba's. I don't know how. I you got my got them. So, so here's the thing. That's great, and I I've worn so many pairs of those in my life that Good. I can respect. But but I think you're doing it wrong. Like, have you heard about flipping the the tongue over? Of course. Okay. Do you so just not like, like to do like, that, or just like explain? Yeah, explain that a little bit. Time I on. think the shoe decides if it's going to flip the tongue okay. or not. It's not really up to me. So sometimes you'll say you'll have a flip, and sometimes not. Absolutely. Yeah. I probably got 15, <laughs> I probably got 15 pair of Sambas in this house right now. Really? And half of them probably got a flip Tom. So I was forced to flip my, my last ones were, uh, I had white. Have you ever had any white Sam Sambas? Like kind of like, hell no. I look, you look like a, like a, a drug dealer. From only the Middle gonna East. Yes. yes. Don't trust people in white sneakers or with white watches or white glasses. Yep. See, look at this dark white dark this but i did have white shoes once so i can trust you you, you i have no me, idea what you guys are talking about Sam is, type of shoes. <laughs> you never wear so i'm just gonna okay my first thing of all is, it's, you sambas. it's sambas i'm from Thank michigan you. man this is how we Damn. talk sambas sambas yeah. you gotta just talk hey there hey, hey hi there ho there plug your nose yeah. it's fun i uh was just in texas and i killed a an indian deer species called a sambar mm -hmm. and now every time i'm texting on my phone my predictive text thinks i'm talking about this animal yeah and it always churches up sambar I'm like no no yeah. no sambas sambas it's different it's not the same no you should know you played soccer that's like that was like the classic never soccer wore, player never, shoes never, never. oh okay now i know what you're talking you know they're just the yep. classic adidas like it's almost half skater. look at his shit pull him up skater. again he's got him on right here those oh yeah i'm tracking the classics i'm tracking on that yeah, yeah. tongue is up Oof, that is an up tongue yeah these are awesome. weather. These are some. Uh, these are some lawn shoes. I was just pulling weeds outside. I can appreciate that. I'm uh for showing shoes. What yeah, we'll see them all. I got the hey dudes. Nice. Well, those look very comfortable. They look you like you I mean? are. Uh, They're not very mountainous. Like if you were about to go off trail. No, not. Your, I'm barefoot not right now, shoes. so I I get out to the shell. If you're into it's that kind of Um, so you are a uh, guide, and you you do a lot with dogs. Um. One of the things that kind of drew me to your profile, you're posting, uh, posting great pictures of you and your dogs out after bears and lions and stuff like that. How'd you get into your own dogs? So um, I got into lion hunting about 11 years ago now. And lion hunting is a funny thing. It's a really elbows out community. 
it's a hard thing to tap into. Everyone wants to go mountain lion hunting, but you know, most people don't have hound dogs. So uh, your average houndsman is a pretty like ratchety, uninviting, angry old man. Yeah. And it's a hard community to like break into. I was fortunate enough to gain a mentor um, when I was, I guess, 21 years old. I was bartending and I met a gal who was like, I know a guy that'll take you lion hunting. And I was like, bullshit, you do. No, no houndsman is going to take me, you know, without yeah. paying or something. She's like, no, this guy's like your dad's age. He's super nice and uh, he'll definitely take you mountain lion hunting. Called this guy from the bar that night, which in hindsight, you don't call ranchers after 10 p.m. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. They're up early. They're early. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First, like, but anyways, he picked up and he was like, who are you? Who do you know? Okay. Be at my house at 4 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> and I worked till 2 a.m., went home, like organized some gear, <laughs> tried to sleep for 20 minutes, couldn't. And yeah, then drove, drove down to Gardner, Montana and went lion hunting with this guy. And uh, by 7 a.m., we had a, a female mountain lion in a tree. And I'm yeah. just like jaw dropped. I can't believe this is happening. Right. And my parting words with him that day were like, I hope you enjoyed your morning with me because I, you're not getting, you're not getting rid of me. I'm not right. going anywhere. <laughs> I'm like a bad penny. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy is a, a father figure to me today. And he also bought me my first hound dog, Sphinx. Okay. Which you post about Sphinx a lot. Oh yeah. Sphinx is a legend. He's a yeah. good, he's a good boy. Yeah. They're all in the backyard. Maybe I'll bring him in here to say hi in a minute. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, we, we, so we got to know him. The guys from The Untamed, yeah, uh, they do bear hunting out in West Virginia, um, yep. and just like it's the coolest, like houndsman, that is the coolest thing. Yeah, I just I just love dogs, and I'm not a duck hunter, so it was right. kind of a natural development of yeah. things. Makes sense. So you, <laughs> how many how many cats do you get on in uh, like in a year? Are you on like twenty or? So, that look like? yeah, that's a hard question to answer. Um, I break it down in like percentages. When we go out in the morning, yeah, I say we have a 50% chance of finding a good track. Okay. And then, you know, this is public land talking. We have 50% chance of finding a good track. Yep. After that, we have another 50% chance of this all panning out and catching this lion. So it's yep. one in four. I, I would say it's one in four. Every time on, you go out. On public land. Okay. It's not yeah, bad. That's, I stand by that. That's how deer hunting. When I go deer hunting, it's about one in four chance I shoot a monster buck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I've hit the wrong three for the for a while now. You You've know, hit all the wrong the wrong numbers. three quarters of it. <laughs> Best years, man. You find yourself on like a private ranch with a whole what? lot of with a whole lot of cats on it. Yeah, you, your odds go way up. Okay, it's it's deceiving, um, and I find myself guilty of it as well. You see these townsmen online that post photos of catching cats every day or big cats and trees every day. And it's, that's a finish line. That's pretty damn hard to get to most yeah. of the time. Um, and maybe feeds into the uh, misperception that lion hunting is real easy. Right. You just, you just go shoot them out of a tree or something. You walk out and then it's a snowmobile and you. Yeah. Yeah. Some, in some days it does unfold that way, but often you're going to, you're going to break a sweat 
and be really frustrated and you might not know where your dogs are and you didn't catch a damn lion. Well, and I mean, everybody that talks about, I feel like that's still only like a part of the work because how many days a year prior to that hunt, are you training your dogs, taking them, just exercising and stuff like that? So it's not just like, yeah, it's a, it's a 360 thing here. Um, I'm a, I'm a single guy and a single family home in Montana and I own three hound dogs, three 90 pound hound dogs. Right. So it's a day-to-day lifestyle for me. Um, they sleep in my bed at night and I take them running down the county road almost daily when I'm here. So yeah. so you're you're a bed sleeping. You let your dogs in there. Do you ever oh, get brown know. spots on the I, I had No, that's just hanging. No, I <laughs> yeah, brown, brown spots just, sounds yeah, like I had, I had a dog that would sleep always under the covers by my feet. Yeah. Same spot, right? And he just <laughs> We got rid of just, it's just a brown, eagle, just a beat. He's a hound. I'm a big hounds. I'm a fan of hound. It's got to be hound. Uh, you got a hound dog too. Yeah. Right. So I had, this was a beagle. We actually got him in college uh, cool. and turned him into our blood track. He dog. was not, a, he was not, he was a just dog. a, he was a beagle. He was a little shit. He was not. A hey, dog. nothing wrong with beagles. I cut my teeth in Ohio hunting cottontails with beagles. Back I love beagles. And I, they're, they're great. They're happy dogs. Like he was just, he was always, he was a good dog. I like, I love him. I, when I, I had to put him down, it was one of the worst days of my entire life. I yep. cried like a baby. Anyway, yep. so my dog now is part beagle, part spaniel. So he, but he's still like, got, I had a little, have a little hound in there, but he's a big squirrel hunter. So I have very good squirrel in a lot. So I, I will, I'll have hounds for the rest of my life, man. Even if my legs get cut off and I can't go hunting, I think they're the most loving, loyal dogs. Yeah. Uh, on on the whole plan ears man those eyes they just get you turns out girls really like them too i don't know it's, it's some weird it works for you do you just take like is that how you pick up girl i mean prior to your you said you have a girlfriend is that was that your move hey you just run you just run the hound dogs down a county road and some some cowgirl filly comes running out asking about your dogs that's actually never happened to me, but well, uh, I can I can see it happening, and then you'd be like, "Yeah, those dogs. Yeah, I hunt lions <laughs> with those dogs. Not, not a big deal, you know." It's when it's when you find yourself on like a popular hiking trail, yeah, uh, and every family you pass is like, "Well, beautiful dogs, beautiful dogs." Yep. Thanks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, I'm like beautiful wife. Yeah, yep. yeah, hey, good. Man, your wife is hot. Keep them. So, <laughs> um. But they are, they're, they're crowd pleasers. People, they're sweethearts. They make a lot of noise, which if you get it in small doses, people really get off on too. But they do. When they, they do. when they open up and they just go, it's, it's a good oh, sound. We'll get them in here. I'll start a riot for you. I can, go. I can always appreciate that. You know, <laughs> I, this is, I don't know if, have I told you this? I uh, come from a line of my lion hunters. Don't start. I do. Really? Yeah. No, um, so my, I uh, was at up north. Uh, we've got a family cottage in Big Rapids, which is a little south of Traverse City and, and to the east. But I found old diaries and journals from my great-grandma and her brothers. So my great-grandma's brother was known as uh, Cougar Totten. Uh, what, was it? what was it? Cougar Totten. His last name was T-O-T-T-E-N. That I is think, gold. Right? Cougar so old Cougs, yeah. And so Dude, that's a good name. He's got there's a bunch of these old pictures of him with his uh, dogs, and he's holding up these big lion skins in Michigan. No, no, he so he went from Indiana to Montana, and then went to BC, and then down oh, to Montana. Yeah, crazy, so, uh, crazy. 
So I feel like at some point I need to, I want to go cougar. I just found this out like two weeks ago. I want to go lion hunting. In your blood. You were born to do this. Exactly. Cougar Jimmy. Cougar. I just got to carry on the legacy. You know, I I would be doing him a disservice (laughs) if I didn't kill Cougar Jim. Cougar Jim. Yeah. That'll work. So you, uh, you're gearing up, uh, you're, I'm guessing for, for guide season, right? Yeah. Yeah. I leave for Alaska on Sunday. Okay. And what do you, what are you guiding for first? Uh, dull sheep. I'll guide two dull sheep hunts and yep. then, uh, transition into moose hunting come September. Ooh. Okay. Uh, start What's with your question. I have a question. About a month of sheep and then about but the Brooks range you're going to be in. Uh, no, so we hunt, we hunt sheep across the Alaska range and, um, we'll be hunting moose, uh, in Western Alaska this year. Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking at doing a moose hunt. Did you see how I asked that question? Like I knew what I was talking yeah. about, but I had no idea what I was talking about. In Michigan. About. You just knew the words. I, I appreciate you name dropping. A what is it? Uh, your seven mountain ranges. <laughs> You're some, somewhere near Anchorage remember, out there. I remember hearing about the uh, Brooks range before and it's like, that's the word. Just throw it out there. Yes, you know, I've never, I've never Brooks been to Brooks. The Brooks is, uh, I've never been to the Brooks range. I've no. Been to Alaska a lot, but, uh, this is, you know how we do the Michigan thing like yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm following. I do this with Alaska. Oh, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Thumbs down. Brooks Range would be the very northern part of my hand. Okay. It's a really, really old mountain range. Um, a long trip like, up there. It's like a weathered, polished off mountain range. It's very, very big. Yeah. And Brook Range has everything from dull sheep to grizzly to caribou uh, to moose. So yeah. I think it's one of the most ecological places in alaska but i have never been there so good on you for name dropping look at you name dropping that that real remote area and you actually know? dream would be to go like <laughs> that's a dream place you you have I'll dream work it. that I'll you do it. yeah I'll take it. um that's a ways up so moose hunting you when is you're, you're probably are you trying are you going into the rut i'm looking at doing a moose hunt so i'm asking these questions so i understand what i'm gonna do yeah these will these will be going into rut moose hunts yes Okay. When does the rut no. start up there? Uh, I think you could argue that it would just be like middle of middle to late September would be peaking. Yeah. Okay. You know, just like elk, every herd or every, every place can be a little different, but it's generally going to be in that ballpark. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's, so I'm looking to go East to Newfoundland and do it. Oh, cool. Right. I've never, I've, I've been to Nova Scotia like two years ago and I was like, I need to get out. I want to get out on the island. It looks like it's fairly, it's closer than Alaska for me, even though the boat ride's like seven hours, uh, an hour to drive. Um, but anyway, so I'm looking at doing that and I'm trying to get, you know, see what it's like. Well, I hope you, I hope you make that happen. Um, is it, uh, Newfoundland has caribou, but, uh, they do. Was it Greenland that has muskox and I think some other Greenland hunting? has muskox. Yeah. I think it does. I was looking at that. I was looking at one of those websites where they list all the things. Anyways, like all the hunting species. Yeah, and like or just yeah, kind of yeah. Um, Google. Yeah, it was, it was just Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. That's cool. So so you got that going on, and like you're guiding that whole time. Or are you hunting yourself, or are you mostly just taking guys out? Uh, guiding guiding that full time. If yeah. there is an opportunity, if my last sheep hunter tags out early um i'm i may have the opportunity to elect to not be flown out at that time and then go hunting by myself uh, they're just dropping you off 
And just oh, I'm back. already there. Oh, right. You're just living there. I'm already out there. So it's like, you guys can leave. I'm, I'm going to stay here for another week, and then the plane, another plane can come and get me. But So a, a plane comes, drops you off with like your, all your crap for however yeah. long, a couple months or whatever. Is that how long you're out? Not, it, you know, that's, it's not that long. You know, your average sheep hunt's going to be like 10 days. Okay. And then you're coming um, back with the guys. But as a guide, yeah, you might turn and burn from one 10 day sheep hunt to another 10 day sheep hunt and never leave. Brutal. Yeah. Is that, get where you out? Yeah. 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 Mentally. Um, okay. But there's also like, a beauty in it i think i think there's a, a unique opportunity there and a headspace that you get to exist in that most people never get to see yeah, to I experience that. that's really I, I think about that a lot there's so much that people nowadays get so in tune with and really yeah. uh, if we i'll say there are a lot of people who are addicted to things yeah yes the media the phones yeah crab cocaine te- technology crab. yeah Crack too. Crack cocaine. Yeah. Math here, months. Math. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good to step back from those things and just experience something without. Yeah. Yeah. Just quiet. Like I, I never and quiet of just like. Oh, it's not the quiet. Wind, you know what I mean? You get the wind ripping and that's the. That's what I'm saying. The wind. Four days. It's very loud. But that's yeah. like that's loud. But that's like a your spirit is quiet. Like it's that's very right. different. You know what I'm saying? Like I was mine trying, is mine is not to... quiet when I'm my phone's going and the TV's on and like I know yeah, I have to yeah, do yeah, things. Yeah. I was really trying to get in deep there. I did. That, like look, I said the word spirit. Perhaps right? that type <laughs> is not welcome on this podcast. <laughs> no, I yeah. No, it's it's true though. Um, and that's why I was I was just gonna ask you about. So I mean, like I know you're you're doing stuff, but do you ever like? Is it weird for you to go and then come back? If you do two in a row back to back, that's say 20 days out in Alaska, dropped off on a plane. Not many people in the world do that. Are you able to come back and like operate like a normal person or is it like weird? Like jet lag. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely some uh, like hurdles when you come back. And the first thing is, at least for me, and I think for the average guy is uh, I I cannot wait for like a big greasy burger and a cold beer. Yep. And that you think about that every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll and talk about it like, with the people in game. You had that Marines to look forward to. Yeah. Um next is like a shower. Yes, dude. Like, Underrated. Like, you got all this stuff going through your head, and you're like, I'll figure Gosh. it out after I shower. A shower. We'll set my <laughs> head straight. Yeah. And then you gotta call mom. And yep. uh, after that, you just got a whole shitload of emails and social media notifications to filter through which i don't enjoy at all back so. to civilization hey, but you're a celebrity though so you gotta you know the people want some of you you know you gotta give them some of you so you want where'd you go where are you where you owe me pictures and something entertain me <laughs> whoever whoever uh patents the technological ability to like send photos out of sheep camp yeah will be a billionaire yeah that will make life right or, now. You know what? Though, there goes all your quiet. You're gonna, I don't, want, happens, I don't want it though. I don't want it though. No, you don't want it. I'm saying it's nice to disconnect. There's only no, those places where you can go and that is you're able to experience that. They're getting smaller. <laughs> big, Every big area rapids. where Big Rapids, Michigan, <laughs> <laughs> you're off the grid, man. What happens there <laughs> stays there. Doing the next. That's right. 
Yeah. So uh, that's cool. So you that you go there, you 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 said you work through Moose Camp, and then you you come back down. Or are you up there for the whole fall? Yeah, I do. I'll come back to Montana here in late September, okay. and I will have about a week to burn trying to fill my own archery elk tag here. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to Asia. In okay. Early Ooh, October. Right. Bold. You know, and like, you know that's where that's where the pandemic started. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, I, I've heard about that. I've been I've been fumbling through this entire nightmare of COVID international traveling. So Where, whereabouts in Asia? Kyrgyzstan. So you're going after the is it the ibex? That's right. I'll be hunting an ibex, and the guy I'm going with will be hunting a uh, Marco Polo argali. Sweet. That's how where'd, where'd you get how'd you get into this? So uh, the gentleman I'm going with is a legendary international hunter and, a, and another mentor of mine. I preface this whole story with I pride myself on fostering mentorships. Smart. It's a wise, wise move. Yeah. If I could give a young guy any piece of advice, it'd be foster your mentorships. Hot tip. Yeah, that's a great, um, great That's a hot tip. But the, the older gentleman I'm going with has hunted the world over. And this, he's been to Asia and Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan and Mongolia and China a, a bunch. And this will be his last, he's in his seventies now, and this will be his last international hunt. This will be my first Asian hunt. And uh, I'm going to hunt an Ibex as much as I'm going to help out on his Marco Polo hunt yep. and keep him company and help him. Uh, that is so cool. That is awesome. Yeah, I, can't, mm-hmm. I can't wait. It's like it, it, going Ibex, you doing that whole thing is like, it's very awesome. But you add on the, that layer, that that's that's worth it right there. Yeah, like I, I can't afford a Marco Polo, so it's cool that I can go and uh, experience that. Yeah, and see him. I, only know, like, I only know how to play the game. Yeah, right. Not very well. Not oh, well. Um, the swimming pool. Yeah, He's yeah, an yeah. okay swimmer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, that that's, game is so easy to cheat in. Yeah, so I, that's all, you just cheat the whole time. That's how you win. Yeah, I, I feel like kids shouldn't play that game because it just breeds cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> You're cl- he's closing his eyes. Our kids will not be playing Marco Polo. No. <laughs> you know, it's like when you were in school. Did you ever play Seven Up where you put your head down, you put your One thumb of up? The best games ever. And if they, when you're a kid. you have to guess who did your thumb. It's like I look at shoes every oh, time. time. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not not cheating. Yeah. And then everybody knew it and no one picked me. Either that or I was just a kid. That I'm not really cheating. Me. I just have situational awareness. I'm just yeah, very it's aware like of your hand. shoes way over here and you're going like. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So that's, that's most of my October. I'll be there for two to three weeks. Okay. And, and then, then, then you're uh, heading back. And then I come back to Montana again and I'll guide some elk hunts. Okay. Late, rifle. Sounds yep. like. But, um, yeah. Uh, and then I drew a pretty sweet deer tag in Colorado for myself for oh, late nice. November. I saw you shot a pretty good, was it last year? Deer? You just, I was, the reason I know this is because I was picking, trying to pick backgrounds and I almost picked your, your deer. You were in a blue shirt or coat. Wow. And I wanted to say like, hey, didn't you know that deer can see blue? Did you not know that? No, I, I don't know that. I just try not to move too much. <laughs> Apparently, right? You didn't have camo? I want to know camo, why you man. noticed his clothing. Well, because it's blue, and like Hurts. everybody makes a big deal about that. It's like, oh, yeah, hey, man. He <laughs> was wearing what, a blue shirt. I'm curious what photo you're referring to. I don't know, man. I was like, I need to get a funny background for this Zoom call. And so I'm like trying to download, which took, I had to go to a special website to download. It took me a minute. This, was, this didn't just happen. 
I was committed to it. Is this from Instagram? Yeah, from Instagram. <laughs> I had to download it from Instagram, take this link yeah, and put, put it into a website. Link. Yeah. So you might be exposed to Chinese hackers. That's my bad. Or Russian. Um. Anyways. Uh, no, that's no, that's no issue. So you're get you got a great deer tag. What you're you're in uh, uh you're in uh, Colorado for that? Is that a guy or a ghost? Who just walked by? That, that was a ghost. My house is haunted. That's fair. I Why paid not? extra for that on closing. You don't want it to be too dull. <sighs> no, that's my roommate. Um. So uh, yeah, Colorado. So you're you got a, yep. a good. That's great deer hunting out there. I see always third third season rifle deer tag. Uh, an area that I've hunted before. Okay. And going to go do that in late November. And then very quickly it, it becomes lion season again. Right. And what does that go through like April or was it March? Yeah, it's December, December 1 through April 15th. That's a good way to, I wish we had something like that to spend that, those dark winter days. Like, oh man. Lot. There's nothing else to do. It'd be sweet if I could lion hunt. Yeah. Get yourself a hound dog and a snowmobile. Your life will improve. Yeah, that's hard to go wrong. Yeah, good, clean, fun. If you catch good, clean, fun. Yeah, I uh, well, so growing up, we had this uh, we had this fabled mountain lion in Big Rapids that we would see. Right, people would claim they saw it, and we would see prints. And for a while, I was like, uh, I'd walk out. I was probably like 12, 13 years old when I bow hunt. I'd see these these cat tracks. I'm like, oh, you know, there's a there's a bobcat around there. I had shot at one at one point and missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, a, at a bobcat yeah but a bobcat oh. around like you'd see him around so i see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no no well no th- i'm getting to the lion part so one day like we go no no th- this is actually mountain lion so we go out i start seeing like hand-sized footprints right mm-hmm. and there's reports of this mountain lion if you could see my air quotes for some reason i'm disappearing um grabbed an eagle this is a story that they tell our neighborhood he's like i was looking out my window i see an eagle land on the shore with a fish which okay right he's like and then out of the bush a mountain or a mountain lion not a bobcat took it you've heard the story right and so forever that was like the fabled tale around our our place this is is your story no i didn't see that i didn't i haven't seen it once okay no okay i I call bs on the whole thing that's incredible. Uh, That's a great story. But I feel like that was so ever, growing up, it was always like, I wonder, you know, is there a mountain lion or is yeah, it yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like damn Bigfoot. Exactly. There's a lot of that with us. Uh, bears. think he's going to come get you? No, I don't know. It's just like, is he out there? It's not like you're scared of him. You just like, there's, what it's if like you a, just accepted the fact that, yes, there is a mountain lion out there? It's just cool. To, like, no, the thing about it was is whether it's out there or not. And that was the fun of it. Like, hmm. Telling stories yes. like I think I saw like I saw this thing. It was dark. It was long, and it you know moved quick into the, and like those fables and those stories grow. That so yes, part hey, of the- until until it is scientifically indisputably proven. Yeah, I believe in Bigfoot. Oh yeah, I mean because he's out there because life is better believing in Bigfoot. The stories are better. It's like uh, yeah, like or like a Black Panther or like. Forever, it was bears in Big Rapids. Like, did we? Hmm. There's, a, are there bears around or not? Now there are, there are some. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's probably the most realistic thing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's, it's bears, but it's the debate is the fun part. Always yelling about it. It's like a certain buck, the drop time buck around camp mm-hmm. that no one ever sees, but you know there's like right. this one. Oh, you know? that's right. Yeah. So no, that's cool. So you uh, so you go right into lion hunting, and you you take are you are you working through a guide? Are you doing your own thing? Are you a crusty houndsman at this point, or how? When do you salty. become that or salty? salty? When do you become salty? 
Yeah, all of the above. Um, I run my lion hunts through an outfitter. I'm a licensed guide in okay. Alaska in Montana. And um, I run my lion hunts through Montana Outfitting Company. Okay. Which is a big outfit based out of Haver, Montana. Okay. Uh, with leases all over the state. So, so they line up hunts and you just are meeting people, taking them out. Yeah. I actually was a little bit more proactive with it, lined up, been lining up my own hunts and bringing my own client. I was like, I got my own truck. I got my own dogs. I can bring my own clients. Let me do this. Yeah. And that's how I kind of, uh, structured the whole spring bear season that I just wrapped up too. Yeah. I was going to say, you just had to be just getting done, but not that long ago. Yep. Yeah. I had a busy black bear season here. Did you do all right this year? Yeah, we were a hundred percent six for six. Awesome. That's good. So that are those good odds? Like, well, hundred percent. Is that good odds? Is that what you're asking me? 10 60% of the time it works, it works every, time. every time. I'm just saying. So some people are like, oh yeah, we've got a hundred percent. Is that typical? Is that what you're asking? Is that, that like hundred yes, percent typical? You know, I don't, I don't know. All I can say is we're not sitting over bait barrels. This is a spot and stock Western black bear hunt. Yep. And uh, I, I can't imagine that that is the norm. No. Okay. Um, so I, w- I was very proud of our results. Good. I say our, it was just me. It was me and my wall. And your, your guys. Good. Yeah. That, that makes for a very fun trip. So when you're trips, are these all rifle hunts? Yep. All the bear hunts were rifle hunts. Some of my mm-hmm. cat hunters are archery hunters, but besides you'll that, take, mostly. Okay. You'll take when, a guy with a bow out is really what I'm getting at. At one point you start keeping track. Like at the beginning of the year, right? You get that first one. First what? Bear or yes. mountain lion? First bear. Okay. Right? That's what you want six for six for? Yeah. Yeah. I had I had six clients this spring and every yep. single client killed a bear. Okay. And so then I killed and then I shot one myself. So I guess we got seven. Seven bears. Seven. So after seven. how many clients do you start being like, yeah, man, we're like three for three. Yeah. When you start let's, bragging, let's, about let's it. make it four for four. When is the hubris? Yeah. When start? does it yeah. in? You know, I, I still don't, I still don't use it, uh, trying to brag, no. at all, but it is a quick way to summarize our season. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, and I still, if, if I was to book a bear hunter right now, I'd tell him that we were hundred percent. Right. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay. But I have no freaking idea <laughs> if you're going to get one next year. I don't know. It's, you're going to hunt man. We're going no, hey, man, we're in a lucky year. We're six or six. I'm the, I'm your, I'm your, I'm hot right now. He's so hot right now. Yeah. I think a lot of people maybe, uh, over promise, you know? Yeah. No, I can see that. No, I'm, that's fair. I asked, uh, you know, that's a, that's a fair answer. I'm, fair I'm, I'm getting a uh, fair chase. Thanks. Uh, I'm asking because I'm getting ready. I've been actually, I'm, I came into this podcast today a little hot. Uh, I've been getting ready for a bear hunt, uh, you up in the UP, uh, over bait, and I'm right. right. getting ready with my uh, recurve, and cool. I just have shot the last like four days bad, and mm-hmm. I'm like 49 days away if we're counting. And you, uh, I get I just no, I just it's just is it going right? back? No, it's just it's just not shooting well. This is a September bear hunt in the UP on a bait, huh? Yeah, yeah. September I'll go up nine through like 12. Cool. Just a quick hunt. Yeah. I've never sat over an active bait and I'm like, Neither I, you. Love, I never I have to, either. I would love to do it. I want to get, I want so I want to get, I'm going to be on the ground. That was a big thing. I really wanted to just be off in them. Cool. You know mm-hmm. Right. And I want to get close. So I'm like, I'm taking my recurve out, you know, 
20 or under would be ideal because you know I'm just not going to shoot much farther than that. Uh, so the guys got it all set up, but like I said, I came in hot. Just I've been shooting not well, and it, you just hate to go into it. When, when's the last time you've taken it out like on public land? Just went stumping. It's been a while. Thank you. It's been a while. I should be stump shooting. I think you're due for, you're due for a little visit right. in the woods. That's right. That's your mind. Clears the man. mind. I've been so the the story behind this is I'm in the middle of a move right now. Uh, but the build it's from sold my house. Uh, I was living in a couple acres, uh, kind of out in the boonies and not really, I guess. Anyways, moving into a condo on a river. Um, so I don't have to deal with the house stuff and I can leave and camp and hike and hunt and stuff more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I've been living while that's being built, been living in my this, in-laws this basement. Part. None of that really matters. So it's just this part. It's, uh, You're with the in-laws. It, with the in-laws, which they've been really gracious in letting me stay, but it's like going to be like four months stay. And that's, you know, a lot of time with the in-laws. It's a lot of time. And it just and feels like never known what it's like with the in-laws. Imagine like you're just in their space. It could be with anybody. It doesn't maybe matter. Like, two, like if I live two ex-girlfriends. No, <laughs> it's not. No, no. It's it's like, you if know I what lived, it's like you can't come upstairs. If I lived in your basement, it's like it's weird four, to talk sometimes. If I lived with my entire family in your basement for four months, you'd be so sick of me. And I'm not actually sick of them. It's just I'm ready to have my own space. But yep. I've been having to practice in a neighborhood. So I'm just always shooting my yard in like a full out Byron Center like mm. neighborhood, uh, which has hampered my practice. Like I'm doing less stump shooting. I haven't scouted as much this year. Kind of just like a That's loser fair. out there. It, it gets to be a lot after shooting, just You've shooting. never experienced it. That's kind of. Yeah. I, I love I love bow hunting. And yep. I love uh, elk archery hunting. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite things to do. And uh a lot of my fellow archer friends in the community are a real hardcore and shoot all the time. And yeah, I wish I did, but I don't. And I have built a bit of a reputation for myself for not shooting that much. Right. And I'm just like the average Joe. That's like, Oh shit. You know, 90% of the guys pick their bow up in August and are like, ah, but oh, yeah. Remember how this thing that's works. That's how Jared here. does it every year. Um, he, he hardly picks well, hey, his ball. I'm, Jared, I'm guilty of it too. And to my own defense, like it's worked out okay for me. Long and uh, my my big brother's getting into bow hunting right now, and he's he's uh, going into his first archery elk season. Nice. And he's shooting every day. He's shooting every day, and he's shooting like so disciplined, like going through checking all the boxes doing xyz xyz and i just have i keep reminding him i'm like hey when this shit goes down and this yeah. bull comes trotting in at 25 yards yep your brain is going to be in your lap yeah it won't make nothing know, will make sense nothing is going to make sense and you're gonna have to just just go, go with off it dude what, go instinct. with it you're just gonna have to go with it man go with it and uh, I think that's been good advice to him to where he's like, he critiques himself to such a, a fine tune. I'm like, Hey, it's okay. The real world's a little, a little rougher out yeah, there. When, be fine. But, you know what? No, I need, you no, know what? I needed to hear that. Everyone yeah. has a scenario in their head on how everything is going to play out. Right. Yeah. So when you and say it, we're going on an elk hunt, you're like, dude, I'm going to kill a bull. And like, as you're on this hunt, I guarantee you, you're thinking about some sort of kill shot where you kill just some monster. My shirt's ripped. I got my muscles hanging out. You have, an, just idea, like, you right. have an idea of how the shot's going to be. You have an idea That's of what's right. going to happen. Yeah. And then when it happens, yeah, you kind of like, oh, like half blacked out. Came right at me. 
Let's start. What Let's happened? Start. I don't yeah. know. I blacked out. Oh, I think I hit on Mark. Maybe I missed. Yeah, honest, honest to God, I've had, you know, whether that's something to be proud of or not, probably not. I've had multiple elk kills where a hunting partner comes jogging in. He's like, how was the hit? You make a good shot? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully. I have no idea. So, so good. I have no idea. It looked good. kind of black out. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I don't really know what to do with my hands right now. I, uh, <laughs> I, it's good to hear that. <laughs> you just always just slowly pull them up. Uh, no, I, I have that. I have that a lot. Like I'll, I, part of it for me is I really just like to shoot. It's like my, mm-hmm. like my, I, you know, that's why historically we were known as Boga, which you were asking about. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but like, I rather that that's like my place to go and just have a minute. I'll just shoot my bow in the backyard. That's why I like yeah. to shoot recurves. Cause I feel like it's just more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the backyard. Um, so, no, it's good to know that it's good to think about that. It's not like, I just got to chill a little bit. Like, so I'm, I'm, like the bear's there. I just really want to make, I've been trying to get this drawn for, this is like my fifth year. And you know, I just, oh, it's a draw. yeah, it's a draw. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. and so I'm like, man, I just, this is, I really, it's right in the Keweenaw how, Peninsula. It's way up there. So we get, you can either put in for a point yeah. for that year okay, or you can go in for the draw. And if you're unsuccessful, you get points. Right. So, yeah. Same, same as everything. How many points did it take to five get, took five points yeah which yeah. is which is like not bad. terrible but normal it's pretty normal. yeah it's like a little higher than normal i think historically it was like three or four and then it, it like crept up a little higher last year i thought i was going to get drawn last year I think bear hunting is starting to become a lot more popular it's you know what's crazy so cool. they talk about how hunter numbers are down everywhere and license numbers are down and it, and it might be true i don't i don't look at the numbers close enough I and i hope it's not but I'm pretty sure all the draw stats on everything I'm putting in for get they're going worse, up. It's point worse, worse. Yeah, dude. No, we we talked about this all the time. Like, how many people did I see hunting this where I never did it before? Like, they no, were, no. you know, we're in Michigan, so it's a lot of smaller lots, and it's like you get maybe a mile out, and like no one goes that far. Or you go, yeah. you paddle through a swamp, you throw on waders, and you walk through whatever it is, and like you usually see a lot less people. Well, this year we just oh. saw like. I think people, everybody and their brother out there just walking around. Honestly, there's some man, dude living in that swamp now. Yeah, right. He's like COVID like, hit. This is I'm my like, cave. I went deep. <laughs> you went in too deep, Larry. I found Dirty Mike and the boys out there. Yeah, he probably looked <laughs> like know? the guy behind you here. That's right. He did. Heard Dirty Mike and the boys living out in the swamp. I think people with 2020 just got sick of being inside. And like, you know what? I'm just going to go out hunting. Yeah, I'm going to go out hunting. I, I I'm outside. okay with it. I'm, I hope that's the case. I right. hope more people are finding the outdoors through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, it was, I mean, it was encouraging. I always want more numbers, but just not where I hunt. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be. Yeah, yeah, that's the funny, that's the double-edged <laughs> sword of it all. We'll call it the hunter's paradox. More people just not here. It's the yep. hunter's paradox. Yep. You know, you want more, but just somewhere else. <laughs> I want to always hit virgin land every time I go out. I want a deer that's right. never seen a human being that's in right. Michigan. I want, that's my deer. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's not going to happen much. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you, you go to parts of Alaska or Kodiak, though, you find a deer that's never seen a human before, and it is a different experience. They, you're, are they less wary, would you say? Uh, I'm, uh, the memory that jogged that comment was last fall during the blacktail rut on Kodiak. I had a, call him a three- or a four-year-old buck. Yeah blind with rut like bloodshot eyes completely that's jared in high school yeah. yes 
Yeah, it was basically Jerry Big just neck. coming at me across yeah. this hillside. Being on myself. Yeah. And he saw me and he came right at me. Really? Yeah. And he came <laughs> into he came he came into five to seven yards. He rubbed his antlers on my backpack that was laying on the ground right next to me. No freaking way. Yeah, like grunting. It was like a I'm not scared of deer, but I was for a minute. Yeah, I, I wouldn't blame you if it's like it's just too close. You know what I mean? It's not you supposed know, to happen that way. I loved it. Gone. It was cool. I'm yeah. so glad that happened. But it, for a moment, I was like, "You're like, oh, shit. so you're I the guy." If he really wanted to throw all 180 pounds of him against yeah. me. It right. So no. you're the guy behind the notice on the back of Deer Peabody. <laughs> yeah. Do not put this on yourself. No, I found because running bucks will come and just nail you. I, I like to put when Jared's walking out, I just drivel a little on his hit the seat of his pants as he walks out, just in hopes that maybe as you're walking out to your deer, deer stand, you find that ruddy buck who just made you behind. Yeah. Uh, that's not right. nice, man. You hate to see it. No, that's cool. So you got a you got a big year plan. It's messed up, dude. I feel like yeah. you're that's is that messed up? Yeah, that's, that's like that's like <laughs> not over rainbow that's... sticker on my back. Yeah, just just see what happens. <laughs> uh, no, that I feel like uh, you're you're that's a if I, for the average person, if they were to say you try, I'm going to be dropped off into Alaska for on and off for a month or so, two months sounds like, and then you know spend the rest of my time in Montana. Like that's a pretty crazy. Like, do you ever think about that? Like, this is, I live a life that's not the common man's life. Uh, yeah, I guess it crosses my mind. My reality is my own lifestyle. And I think you create, you create the life you want to live. Right. And I've never second guessed that. And this is what I want to do with my life. And these are the decisions I make in order to do it. And it's just, it is normal to me. It is right. normal to me. Like it, it, to get it, up and feed hound dogs and buy a plane ticket to Alaska and sight in a rifle. Like this, that's my life. Yeah. That's awesome. But what I like about that and you know, Laura and I, my wife and I talked about this a lot, but like you, you end up choosing exactly what your life looks like. Yes. Like a lot of people act or talk like they are prisoners to the life that they have. When yeah. in reality you choose every single thing that happens, your attitude about it every day. A lot. I get, uh, I shouldn't say a lot from time to time. People will reach out to me. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a young, enthusiastic guy. A go hard finishing up college. I love hunting. I do X, Y, Z. How do I do this? Get out there and man up, dude. I'm like, dude, just, just go do it. Like there's not, there's really nothing stopping you from going and being a packer in Alaska. There's really nothing stopping you from, Buying, buying a tag out west and right. going on your first western hunt like you got a million reasons to not do stuff and i think it, it's just important to dismiss those well and eventually at the end of your life you can turn around and you can basically look at all the things you did the decisions you made and you can say well clearly these are the things that are were important to me because yeah. this is where i ended up like this is the job that clearly was important to me this is how i spent my free time or my lack thereof for a lot of people yeah. uh and this is where I ended up. And it's like you, the only person most of the time, and there are obviously circumstances that change this or maybe narrow it a little bit, but you choose exactly what your life looks like and what every day, what your adventure or not looks like. Yeah. I think a lot of people will live like the, uh, maybe someday, 
maybe right. someday. I hope, I hope someday after their retirement or whatever. And it's like, man, you, you're going to be dead at the end of this either way. You could right. die tomorrow. It doesn't, it doesn't you know, really. Might as well have fun today and go do yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. And just something more meaningful than what, what a lot of people choose, or even just the way that you think about or attitude you have about things um, you choose. Jared, saying this to you, man. I heard it, man. It's very well and said. I, I really, I don't have a wife. I don't have a wife or kids, so it doesn't make it easier. Right. No, I get that. Yeah, that's. No, uh, but we have similar. But you also—that's a choice. Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of choice in that. You have a girlfriend. It sounds like. How does she feel about you leaving for so long? She's pretty cool. She's, uh, she hangs tough. She's got. She yeah. loves. She loves the hound dogs, and uh, she's, she's a good spirited gal. So. Do you bring her out into the uh, the mountains? We're going to Alaska together on Sunday. That's how you know. Must be nice. That's how you know. <laughs> Sorry, but sounds like. All it. right, this is this is. A, don't tell her. It's a test for her. It's a big test. Also, for her. she should a, not blow. That's this. what I'm saying. Like even just agreeing to it. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> that's like a new there. level. Like uh, so, you would say you're probably. It sounds like you're courting her at this point. This is more than just casual dating. If oh, you're I bringing mean, her to Alaska, not to put you like on the a, spot. Like but. a like a rutted up buck. Yeah, just like lip curling a little yep. bit. He's pre-rut. He all over his stuff. knees. His knees are all black on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My loins are black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good Dang. stuff. Well, that's I, I. I know we're coming up on time here. Um, that's perfect timing. I feel like that's that's. I want to end on that because that's just a great soundbite. We're just gonna pull that one clip and just yeah, that's over great. It. My lines yeah, are black. Yeah, uh, that'll really get uh, are black. For, Like for people who want to follow you and your mini adventures, and like he does, I mean, you're gone a lot, but you do post some your epic things. Like the things that you're doing are cool pictures. They're just a fun account to follow. He's a celebrity, right? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I, I like to think that I've, I have like some good, some good outdoor hunting content. You do. It's I interesting. Do cool stuff. Yeah. But I also try to weave in a lot of other stuff that maybe the hunting community is not familiar with. Sure. Whether it's like hard, like rock, like a hard uh, rock, rage music videos in my living room. He I listens to an inordinate amount of rage. Well, and what one of the reasons why I wanted to ask him on is because of your tenacious D's uh, videos yes. that are regularly on. Yes, awesome. yes, awesome. yeah, got good taste in music, and you might as well just put it on the YouTube and turn it up loud while you're home. Yep. And uh, but between that and just uh other interests in life from cooking to art to dogs i try to weave into uh just the bloodthirsty hunting side of my life which it's is very culture, real man. awesome culture that's awesome all right so check them out um peter thank you for coming on we appreciate you sharing some stories and putting up with our nonsense for absolutely guys it was fun i hope we can do it again sometime yeah absolutely Good. thanks Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe. You know, it really helps us out. Keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five-star Either way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd helps everyone cool. out. We'll see you out there.